Welcome to Get the Scope podcast for current and aspiring nursing and midwifery students for Scarlett and Caitlin. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Get the Scope. Today will be an episode that will become a part series. I haven't got a clue how long the series will be, but it is the beginner's guide to nursing and midwifery. The idea behind this beginner's guide is to provide advice on all the things that I kind of wish I had known before starting my nursing and midwifery degree. It's almost going to be just kind of a compilation or a collection of um, tips and tricks on how to survive your very first year of nursing. Um, I guess I would just first of all like to start off, I guess, you know, how do you know that you want to be a nurse or a midwife? Um, Because it's all good and well, I suppose, to read a job description and go, yep, okay, that sounds something like I'm interested in. I guess my key advice to start off with is it's kind of like, firstly, am I interested in the human body? Um, Am I interested in how it works? When it comes to my personal attributes, am I a caring person? Do I have a caring nature and want um, to help people out? I guess these are the initial questions that I would be asking myself. Um, I would also keep in mind the kind of work that nursing and midwifery is. So it is shift work. So this means, I guess, the possibility of missing out on stuff. It's not your typical nine to five job that's Monday to Friday. It is shift work. So you could be working, I guess, anywhere across the day, anywhere across the week. So it's kind of just keeping in mind, is that something that I'm willing to do? There are so many ways that you can use that for your advantage. Um, I guess it's not something I don't think, I think it's something that if you really, you're just not interested in general, then yeah. Um, With midwifery in general, I would kind of be asking myself, am I interested in pregnancy? Do caring for newborns and babies interest me? Am I someone that wants to support women through their pregnancy, labor, birth and postpartum? Keeping in mind as well, this is not only just the woman, but her family. Um, And it, yeah, is just a, a bit of a broader thing than that. Um, I guess both are such amazing and rewarding jobs to be a part of and in my opinion having qualities such as patience, caring nature and a willingness willingness to grow and develop in your career is really important and I mean that in the sense that um, you're always learning. Um, do you have a drive to always better your practice and um, learn new skills and um, I guess because no day is like any other so you're always growing and learning and um I guess that's the beauty of the job. So I guess now you've decided, yes, I want to do nursing with referee. This is something that it is for me. You'll be starting off on your university journey. And um, this is exciting, daunting, and it can be really overwhelming. So I guess in today's part one series, I'm going to talk about things like your textbooks that you might be using, um, how to thrive in your first year subjects, and getting your head around the assignments. So when it comes to first year, you might be asking yourself, I guess, before you start the semester, okay, well, what do I need to get in order to do really well in the semester? So this might be looking at your textbooks, for instance. Um, I personally purchased my textbooks in first year, all of them. Um, With hindsight, I would do that again, because I think when you're in first year, 
a lot of information is thrown at you, a lot of pre-reading and um, it's kind of nice just to feel like you're on top of it in the sense that you have all the tools that um, is being required of you. However, that doesn't mean you have to necessarily purchase these things outright um, or upfront in the sense that you can purchase the books secondhand, which I did for a lot of mine, which saved a lot of money. And also one thing that I wish, which I've done with my like second and third years is borrowed the books from the library. Um, I found having the textbooks really helpful, um, but it's only helpful if you use them. <laughs> I know that sounds really obvious, but it's like if you're the sort of person that you know that purchasing them isn't motivating enough to use the textbooks, then I guess you make that decision on your own, um, whether or not you think it's going to be beneficial for you to purchase them or not. But um, I guess I used the uh, anatomy and physiology book the most um, because these are kind of your foundational structures for nursing and mid. You'll do a anatomy and physiology subject so it's kind of I guess if you did biology and you unit one two three or four it's a lot of the same kind of concepts in the sense that you learn about the body systems individually and how they work and how they intertwine um, I guess but with university the depth of knowledge is uh, probably a lot more than what you've um, did in biology. So I guess when it comes to studying anatomy and physiology, it is your building blocks. And over the years, you develop and grow on those foundations that you learn in first year. So learning these concept is really important because it really does play out for the rest of your degree. So getting a good foundation, um, I feel like is just, yeah, a really good start to your nursing career. Um, also, it's just, it's so important. It, it is just how the body works at a fundamental level, which you will come across every day of your life um, working in the field. So I guess with this studying of your first year subjects, some advice that I would give is um, using group study sessions. Um, Caitlin and myself, we would get together each week separately like just the two of us and we would create mind maps together and we would quiz each other on the content and that we'd covered like that day. Um, we loved using Crash Course as well to watch videos and really visualize what was happening. But my recommendation is, yeah, definitely just like start studying that with other people because talking about it out loud really helps you to remember the content. Um, and we would like teach each other some of the concepts. And we found that that was the best way for us to really kind of cement the knowledge that we had learned. Um, I, I think there's a quote or something that says the best way to like learn something is, um, I guess, your ability to teach someone else that content because it really, um, I guess, highlights the gaps of knowledge that you might have. So I guess when it comes to your first year subjects, they really are just the foundational subjects for your degree and they're designed to help you get a base knowledge of the sorts of information that you'll need for the rest of your career. So I guess some advice that I would give when it comes to working through your first year of uni and um, the subjects is I personally wrote all my notes and I had separate folders for each subject and then I would divide each um, subject into each week. But with my um, second year, I typed all of my notes and had them in folders and then on my laptop just like separated into each week. Um, honestly, I don't know which one I still prefer, prefer, but like, however, I did save time typing up my notes in second year. But I guess it's a personal choice in the sense that how you work through the content for each week. Um, 
I guess the way that my content was structured, it was like pre-learning and then we would have like a booklet that we would work through and then you would have a lecture and we had in first year because it wasn't COVID times, we would go in and actually sit and watch the lecture. And I, before each lecture, I would have either my notes like typed up or um, handwritten and um, I would sit there and I would know what to expect and I would just write in a little extra stuff as the lecture was going on and that was just how I kind of approached each week and then you would have a workshop where you were given kind of questions that related to the the content that you were learning that week which really helped kind of consolidate um, what was going on. In semester it can get really hectic from week to week content um, with assignments and exam prep Um, so I guess my other advice would be to keep a diary whether it be handwritten or electronic Um, either way it really just helps you keep on track when knowing what's due when it's due um, how long you have until your exams or even like how long you've got till a placement starts I guess the keys to really kind of succeeding through your first year and all subjects really is just one, it's kind of doing the pre-work before you get to class so that you get the most out of your classes. Two, knowing what to do and when to do it, like having a clear idea of what the semester looks like in the sense that this is due then and then I start placement then and then I have my exams here and I know kind of what to expect. It keeps you kind of in control because sometimes uni semesters because they are quite short I mean they can range from in nursing eight to twelve weeks really because sometimes they're cut short because you have placement but they can just be really overwhelming if you find yourself kind of slipping behind the content and falling back so I guess just like staying on top of everything being honest if you are falling behind as well like you've got a group of friends that you will be all going through it together so keeping each other motivated um you know, looking into special consideration if you need for an assignment. Um, We all have things that go on. So just keeping in mind that, yeah, there are lots of options and supports out there. I remember my first year and writing my first assignment and remember thinking how scary that was. Um, Assignments, I think, in first year in particular are really daunting because you just don't know what the expectation is of you. And I think that they kind of, they just, they feel like this unknown, really. They just feel like this really scary unknown. Um, What I will say is they do get better as the years go on. Um, Reading the rubric is one of my key advice. Um, And... I guess just understanding that they're a learning opportunity, especially in your first year, like writing my first assignment, I didn't know what style I would be writing in. I didn't really know how to reference. And I remember reading that reference list a million times and just going, oh my God, have I got this right? Um, I know that the library have heaps of sessions that, yeah, this is at Monash, that you can um, go into and they can read your assignment and kind of give you some pointers on where your referencing might be going or even just the style and the flow but with assignments they're an opportunity to see what the research says about whatever topic it is you're writing about and I guess an opportunity really to develop your researching skills and as the years go on you find that the expectation kind of increases and um, if you're really interested in the assignment that helps and I think in second and third year we'd kind of been doing assignments that were um, like in I mean especially in third year I kind of got to choose a lot of my topics this was for my mid-subject anyway which I found really helped like when you're researching something that you've decided would be your topic that you want to research on um, 
it really, I guess, kind of motivates you to do better in that um, subject. But so when it comes to writing an assignment, my advice would be to start early. Um, I'm not gifted with the ability to pull out an assignment last minute like some people are and like good on them. Honestly, that's just not my style. I like to give myself like the most time possible. I start my assignments weeks before they're due because I like to just like really tackle them. I guess kind of piece by piece and I find that keeps me motivated in the sense that I don't like doing big chunks I like doing small chunks over longer periods um so for me personally I like to give myself the most amount of time and so I start my assignments really really early um before I hand in any assignment I get my mum to proof like to proofread it um that way it just gives me the confidence that I haven't missed anything or there's no spelling mistakes or that my sentence structures like good um so shout out to my mum thanks for that I really do appreciate it um so I guess my advice for that would be find someone that you trust who you can give your work to so then when you're submitting it you just feel confident that someone else has proofread it and that I guess it's kind of like it's the the gaps that you might miss someone else hopefully would have picked up um with assignments as well like reading the rubric is really important they're kind of like it gives you something to aim for like I personally just go into the last column and I'm like I'll aim for that like I'll just aim for the highest mark and then anything kind of that I get below that I'm not bothered um so it kind of you know if it says use like 15 references and that's going to get me a HG I'm like okay well I'll aim to use 15 references and you know most of the time I do just do that because that way I'm like if any of them aren't good enough then I fall back but that's okay because I'm not falling back from like you know a C to a pass for instance in the sense that because I've aimed for that HD um but obviously everyone will approach it differently and you just approach it in a way that suits your style Uh, I would always recommend to ask questions um, and early as possible. So really kind of reading what it is that they want, writing out your own kind of plan on how you're going to do it and then kind of going, okay, where are my gaps? Like when I'm looking at the rubric, when I'm looking at my plan, what have I like not got on there that I can ask a question about to either like a teacher or a student or whoever you feel comfortable with that knows the assignment. You can be like, okay, where can I get better and what can I improve on? I think another thing as well is with assignments, if you're not happy with the mark that you get, actually take the time to read the comments and seek advice on how you can improve next time. Like I said, with first year, your assignments are just a learning curve. They're just a really great opportunity for you to be like, okay, how am I going to approach this um, better next time? And, you know, oh, okay, I did, you know, well here, I didn't do well here. That gives me some space to kind of grow. Your first assignment and your first year assignments are all learning and the expectation isn't that you're perfect at them but that you're willing to grow and adapt and if you approach your first one and then you learn something from it and you approach use that skill that you've learned in your second one then perfect you've already done a great job in my eyes I think as long as you're growing and evolving and using the assignments to better the way that you approve it like the way that you tackle it the next time then yeah you're doing the right thing for sure for the last thing that I wanted to talk about Um, it's just if you are starting university say next year or even you've started it this year and it's all online I just I wanted to kind of go through online uni um, and how to stay motivated and tips on how to navigate uni through learning online because it is a really different experience and it's something that I'm still adjusting to like I think 2020 was such a 
rocky and uncertain year and coming to online learning had perks, but it also had a lot of disadvantages and it was just a lot of adjusting. So I think that if you're someone who's starting university and it is all online, um, firstly, I'm sorry, it's not ideal. Like I I totally think with with nursing midwifery, it's quite a hands-on subject and there's a lot of practical skills and stuff that you learn throughout the semester um, or even just basic nursing concepts that you learn and then you have the opportunity to practice in CLEs or your labs or um, you're like, yeah, you're like clinical environment. And so I think that, yeah, it, it is really rough and I I'm, I'm really do feel for anyone who's starting out the degree and it's online. Um, but I guess some tips on how to stay motivated is we do Zoom classes and I found that I was lucky in the sense that I knew people from my first year when I went into my second year and my second year was all online. But the people who were in my classes, I reached out to them and said, okay, like, you know, this is the work content that we have to do for this week how about we do it together I think like using other people to motivate yourself is really important because it really creates kind of a common bond and going through it alone is just like so daunting so I would really recommend um approaching each week with a like a team of people um that you can work through it together in doing that I would like use my camera when I'm on zoom for instance um I'm Again, I was quite lucky in the sense that I knew a lot of the people, so we would all keep our cameras on and then that way I could see who was there and really interact with them a lot better. So if you're starting out and you're doing those Zoom meetings, my I know the teachers say it and I know it's super dorky, but like my advice really is just to put your camera on and then just make a friend. Make you know, it just has to be one person and then you can motivate each other to get through that um, online learning period. My next advice would be, I mean, with online uni, because most people will be doing it in the environment of their home, I think it's really important to kind of separate your like environment that you're doing your uni work in and the environment that you're like living in, in the sense that have a set place where you go and that's where you do your uni work, but don't have it in the same place, for instance. Like I wouldn't recommend your bedroom, for instance, if you can help it. Because then sometimes it's really hard to separate kind of like, oh, I'm not doing uni work and I'm just enjoying downtime or I'm just enjoying, you know, doing something that I do for fun. Um, And yeah, like having those two separate places, it's like, okay, this is where I sit down. This is where I concentrate on my uni work and this is where I get that done. And then I walk into this space and that is where I don't think about my uni work and I just focus on, I don't know, maybe... I can't think of anything. All I can think of is embroidery because that's what I'm doing at the moment. So this is where I do my embroidery because, yeah, I think that it can become really blended really quickly and it's really important to separate the two things to have the space where you do your uni work and the space where you don't. Something that I found I differed with my from my first year to my second year um, was the way that I took my notes. I think the reason why I changed to type notes in second year was because it went all online. But I think also... Um, it meant that I, like, I personally changed the way that I took my notes. Like I did some of my note taking where I would write it all out uh, in a word document. And then I would, sometimes I would transfer that onto a mind map. And then other times I would put it onto like a Google slide where I personally would have like each slide and I would do each learning objective on each slide. Um, or I would do cue cards or I found myself kind of 
keeping motivated by changing the way that I approach my note-taking because I feel like because you're in that same environment all the time, again, I think it's just something about changing where you are and the way that you approach things. I found that really motivating because for me, I was struggling kind of doing the same thing over and over again. So I changed those things to make it, I guess, for me, it was kind of like, oh, okay, this is more uh, like approachable and um, not fun, but, or maybe it was, I guess it was kind of like, I did enjoy kind of changing my style of note-taking as well. And I found when it came to studying it, um, I kind of approached it the same way. I was just like, okay, I'll do a mind map on this subject, you know, for this week. And again, another thing that I did as well was like lots of group sessions, um, like getting on Zoom and like we had like a set time, for instance, we would do, I think it was like a Monday night when we would always um, meet up on a Zoom and we would do the same workshop together and we would answer all the questions and then um, we would go through it and then we would send it off to a teacher and then we'd get, you know, the next week we'd be like, okay, well, where did we go right? Where did we go wrong? Let's start the next week content. So I guess having, we, like for me and my friendship group, we had that as like a continuity thing and it was motivating and it meant that I did the work before we did that so that I was, you know, being able to contribute to that like mini workshop that I guess we created. So yeah, I think like my biggest tip would really be with online learning is people. And in your first year, I get it's so hard. It's like really daunting, but turn your camera on and reach out to people. You're all in that same boat together. You're all feeling those same emotions. And at the end of the day, you all want to do your best in that subject or in that, you know, in your degree. So um, really use that to motivate yourself and motivate each other, I think. So that kind of concludes my part one of our beginner's guide to nursing midwifery. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you feel that that was some helpful and sound advice. I hope, again, it is, disclaimer, it is just my advice. It's just my personal opinion on things and it's just kind of the way that I approached my first year of university. Um, There are many different ways that you can approach things and you find the way that works for you. On part two of the beginner's guide, I will go through things like medical terminology, um, common medical abbreviations that are used um, that you'll hear very frequently as you enter your first year of nursing midwifery and in particular on placement. Um, I guess general information on hospitals, ward settings and what you can expect kind of walking into your first shift and or week or placement and um, a brief overview of multidisciplinary teams that you can expect to come in contact with as your nursing career um, develops and I guess also kind of touching on the people that you might come into contact with on your placements um, in particular in that clinical field. I hope you guys enjoyed part one of this series. I'm really excited to jump back on the mic and go through part two. Uh, also feel free to send through any kind of topics that as a first year you might like some advice on or you would like me to cover in any of these part series I again I'm not sure how long it the part series will go for I'm so I'm so happy for any suggestions or any topics that anyone would like covered um, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode and like always you can find us on Instagram at get the scope and you can subscribe to us on your streaming platforms the best way that we um, get more vol- like followers and viewers is through you guys um, basically through word of mouth so um, if you've enjoyed today's episode please recommend it to a first year or somebody who might be considering nursing with free um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode Bye!